You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 34. Well, we had another primary this week, not that it mattered, because we all know who the candidates will be. Of course, Trump won his. There was a little bit of a a story that uh, uh, Cruz had polled well in Nebraska earlier, and uh, if he'd had, he would have restarted his campaign. Yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, meanwhile, on the other side, uh, Hillary uh, got humiliated, yes, yet again, <laughs> by Bernie Sanders. Yes, it was terrible. I mean, why doesn't he just get out already? All he's doing is causing trouble, and in a way, he's helping Donald Trump. Yeah, I uh, I don't think Trump needs his help, uh, although it wouldn't hurt, of course. But uh, it just goes to show that... Um, Hillary is a terrible candidate, uh, and I, I, I'm i a bit taken by surprise that people uh, on the left have actually realized this, because that that's, only, that's one of the explanations for uh, Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie Sanders is uh, openly honest about uh, being a socialist. And yeah, I know, democratic socialist, that, all that means is in his country, you can have the vote to choose between your master and your master. That's all that means. Uh, a socialist is a socialist. Uh, it's the economic platform that matters where you uh, nationalize the means of production, and uh, that's what Bernie believes in. So, uh, so, yeah, a lot of the college kids and stuff, they all go for that. Well, yes, but uh, I mean, America as a whole is not as enlightened as most people of of certain uh, progressive mindset, and so you have to think strategically. And of course, Hillary is more able to fit that mold rather than Bernie, who's just well a bit more open about uh, who he is and what he intends to do. Yeah, you mean he's more honest uh, and he doesn't lie. No, that's not what I. I but, uh, <laughs> Whatever, it's the Nelson Show, so I guess we have to use your templates of language about these matters. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, so Hillary, uh, one of the arguments against Trump for some of the other uh, candidates to choose rather than him was that uh, Hillary would destroy him. And I kind of thought, yeah, that's probably true. Um, she, you know, she knows the political game. She's been in it so long and she's got this old machine to work with and everything. But, uh, but this is a, a very different year, isn't it? And uh, all the tactics that should have destroyed Trump uh, didn't work. And so I, I don't long, I no longer believe that theory. I think uh, at this point, uh, I think Trump's going to be president. Oh my God, that would be horrible! It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, almost as bad as Hillary being president. But that, no, that's not what you. you, you Saying that is that they're both equally bad or something. No, not equally. Hillary's worse. No, she's not. She's doing no. She's well. Okay, uh, Trump is just a little bit worse than Hillary. No, she's the one we should vote for. I mean, I've said that yes, I would have rather Bernie Sanders to be in there, but I have to be a realist and understand facts, unlike you. And the truth is, is that Hillary has to be the one. And this business about Trump going in there, who's just a Nazi after me. I mean, good lord! I mean, the things he said is terrible, and he should not be allowed in the White House. Yeah. Well. I'm afraid he is going to be in the White House. 
Uh, I mean, Hillary's response to him is just the same old crap about, you know, well, he said nasty things. And yeah, uh, I know, but that's just not going to cut it. <laughs> um, yeah, but not only him, the people around him. I mean, did you hear about that butler of his? I mean, good Lord, it's Nazi. He was talking about killing Obama and all this sort of thing and calling Muslims. Well, I can't say it. It's so disgusting. Well, yes, but again, that's his butler. And so, it's not him, so... Well, maybe it is. I mean, he's been impersonating people. Oh, yeah, there was this prank call thing. <laughs> this is the next Donald Trump scandal. Was apparently he did a prank call. Uh, what was it, 1990 or something? I mean, I, it's a long time ago. Mr. Trump, good morning to you. Good morning. Not sure if you have been made aware of this Washington I'm Post sure report was. that's out this morning, but they have obtained a recording... With a voice of someone that yes, they say is in exactly. fact you, someone who Burn. is to be a PR person. This they, is from 20 years ago. Now. And let me play a portion of the tape for it for you. You see, he says he's John Miller, but he's not all right, Lefty. On this tape, the person on it talks about his dating exploits, goes on about his divorce, things oh like that. Oh, my God. I guess the simple question this morning, are you aware of the tape? Is it you? No, I don't think it, uh, I don't know anything about it. It, it sounds exactly like time, you. It it's like you. You or John Miller. To imitate my voice, and uh, you can imagine that. And this sounds like one wow. of the scams, one of the many scams. Doesn't sound like Well, you would know because you're scamming. acknowledged a couple decades ago that, in fact, that was you, but it was a joke. I don't think it was me. It doesn't sound like me. I don't know even what they're talking about. I have no uh, idea. The post office the says this lies. is something you did rather routinely, that you would call yeah. reporters and plant stories and say either you were John Miller or John Barron. Well, this is really bad. I mean, this is the, the end of the Trump train right here. Huh? No, yes, it should be. Oh, boy. This is terrible. I will tell you that. And it was yeah. not me on the phone. We're eighteen trillion dollars in debt. We uh, we're losing a war with uh, crazy uh, Islamic fascist terrorists, and uh, Donald Trump did a prank call, and we got to do uh, a full scandal report. Yeah, that's important. Good work, Washington Post. You see, when you put it like that, I mean, uh, just how anti-Trump are you, Douglas? I mean, really? <laughs> I thought I was clear, but. Uh, I mean, but this is just stupid. There's nothing here to do with. I mean, it's weird. I know it goes into the uh, uh, the aspects of his, uh, I don't know, personality or his uh, psyche. I mean, because he, I mean, he believes that uh, Ted Cruz's dad was involved in JFK's murder and uh, Obama was born, well, if not in Kenya, somewhere other than the United States. Uh, and the, the, these weird kind of things. And it goes to that the guy's. Kind of a weirdo. Exactly. There. See, you made it into something that it's, sh that it's more than just some silly news item that doesn't deserve much attention as the other items you mentioned, but it does deserve attention because he may be president. And we've got to break forth the truth. And so I just, you know, I just cheer on the Washington Post for setting up this task force because uh, that's what Bob Woodward said. They had 20 reporters they've assigned to really look in under that that wig and find out what's really going on there and the real horror story. And I think we're getting a bit of a, a glance into that, aren't we? Yes, yes, yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. If only they had done this and assigned at least 20 or maybe just 12 or maybe five to uh, look into the background of Senator Barack Obama and his whole uh, 
friends and associates and his whole life of being raised by communists and all that sort of thing and hanging out with terrorists, you know? No, that's just, you see, you're just as racist as his butler is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, at least the Washington Post finally figured out their uh, investigative journalist uh, paper. And I wonder if they'll be looking into Hillary, too. Well, don't hold your breath. Why should they? There's nothing there to look at. Yeah. Uh, Hillary is a criminal. <laughs> the FBI's ready to indict her. They've got the case. The only thing, the reason why she's not being indicted is because the Justice, uh, because of the Justice Department, which is just a political entity for the Democrats because the president's a Democrat, and they got to protect their upcoming uh, candidate to make sure she gets in, and they can't have her being indicted in the middle of the election. So they're just going to block that. No, nothing here. Nothing here. Based on what do you come to this conclusion? Based on what the crimes she did commit, uh, she lied repeatedly about uh, that she even had the emails like that. And then, oh, here we go. And then it's just, well, I didn't know they were uh, classified and they were retroactively classified and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, to make it sound like it's, this is the sort of thing that goes on all the time, all of a sudden, Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell, between the two of them, had about 12 uh, emails, I believe, or maybe it was 22, but not the uh, 3,000 that uh, Hillary <laughs> And these were all retroactively classified eight years later in the middle of all this. What a coincidence. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. You don't know. I mean, good Lord. I mean, the important thing is, is the Republicans have to be stopped. And now Trump has really exposed what the Republican Party has always been about. Yeah. Well, anyway, so... There we go. Uh, very important story. Uh, a phone call where Trump pretended to be John Miller, apparently, uh, talking about crap. And uh, from uh, this is like 25 years ago now. So, well, that's it. Trump's done, huh? Yeah. Well, it's not like he covered up uh, the goings-ons of security operations at an embassy that got massacred. But, uh... But yeah, he was pretending to be John Miller. Uh, well, well, we'll see how that works. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yes, we most certainly will. Oh my God, you just don't understand the importance of issues in the news. Yeah, no, we should be pay paying more attention to what uh, Obama's initiatives for making sure that uh, we have uh, grown men who pretend or at least feel like they're women and let them. P alongside women and little girls. Yes. That's just, well, it, 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 it's because it's high time that was done. I mean, do you really want to be the modern day segregationists of their time? Or do you want to be someone who's progressive and seeing it to the future and, you know, that everyone can have dignity while peeing? Yeah, you know, uh, in future, I, I'm thinking people, uh, are gonna have to just you know when when you're you're building your bathroom facilities for your business or your your uh, restaurant or whatever, uh, you probably got gonna have about maybe six toilets all all together. So you just you just plan out for this wall of toilets, but it's like a toilet and a sink, a toilet and a sink, a toilet and a sink, and you put it all there. Each one has its own door and room, like a like a closet, like the water closet. Yeah, exactly. It'd be water closets again, and there you go. You got six uh, toilets. And uh, first come, first serve. There you go. There you go. Well, there, yes, that's what they should do. But, of course, they're going to have to rip up what they have now. And uh, Yeah, but the expense that would be, you know. And, well, that's too bad. Uh, dignity is priceless. 
and dignity is what we're all entitled to. We have a right to be how we want to be and where. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, you see, he learns something new every day. Anyway, like I was saying earlier, uh, we're losing the war. <laughs> the military is uh, openly so talking about their planes are going to crap. Uh, it's really bad. There hasn't, haven't, hasn't been any upkeep lately because uh, you know who's been gouging uh, expenses out of there. And uh, the, uh, the uh, manpower is uh, greatly reduced beyond, I mean, it uh, hasn't been this low since uh, before World War II. So, yeah, well, World War II's over. We won now. We don't need them anymore. Yeah, yeah, we don't need them, huh? Yeah. Well, let's hope nothing happens. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and we'll uh, give you some little messages, and then we'll come back with another new episode of Night Night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, friends, why don't you help out the Nelson Show by visiting my many stores? Yes, you know, if you've been a regular listener, you've heard that I have a store at Selfie.com. Selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you can find all my little videos. Yes, videos of old movies, old sci-fi and old horror movies, things like that, with my delightful commentary and liberal use of cartoon sound effects. Yes, 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 lots of fun. But if that's not enough for you, you can head over to rifftracks.com slash iriffs slash nelson dash theater. That's iriffs with an I, R-I-F-F-S, slash nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N, dash theater, spelled the old English way, P-H-E-A-T-R-E. Yes, it's just that simple. rifftracks.com slash iriffs slash nelson dash theater. There you'll find more of the same films I've done, but also some extra ones, including Batman and Robin. Yes, the old 40s serial of these uh, dynamic duo guys. And uh, once again, my sound effects and uh, wonderful commentary. Yes. Also, there's society6.com slash Mr. Nelson, all one word, where you can get my t-shirts of a different variety of designs and art prints, mugs, pillows, even clocks. Yes, and much more. So head over to society 6 com slash Mr. Nelson for those goodies. And of course, don't forget selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie.com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple, and you can help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson. Yes, 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 yes you can. This week on The Passing of the Crabs. Pack your bags and get out, Kelly. We're through! What? Because of you, I've suffered the indignity of a crab infestation in my nether regions, you backstabbing whore! What? 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 How do you know those crabs came from me? I mean, I've seen the way you look at Melanie! Don't bring my secretary into this! I know it was you, because I had one of the critters analyzed, and your DNA was found in its blood. No, it's true. The lab matched it to your DNA from your pubic hairs I got from one of your panties you left lying around, you lazy cow. You... you bastard! <laughs> Join us all next week for TV's number one daytime drama, The Passing of the Crabs. Followed by 
the thirsty, and the wretched. I see him. Um, it's right down the hallway, the big dog bed, and I see him. He's laying on it with this fucking red fucking plastic bowl that he always grabs and he chews on it. And then Hensel walks up. I go, he's not going to go anywhere. And he, you know, because he'll give up the bowl. He won't try to run with it. And all of a sudden, he gets the bowl, and I hear, ha, ha. And I was like, is this, is this guy with us? Hey, John, do you get on all fours behind a dog and have your brother push him over you? Yeah, he trips him. Yeah. yeah. Right now, the dog's sitting in the corner, look just like with tears in his eyes, like that Indian with the, when they threw the fucking garbage in the fucking street. You know? The Bob Levy Show on RadioMisfits.com. I, um, I read an article today. It said married men masturbate and go to hookers more than single men. Do you think that's true? Oh, yeah. Married women won't suck your dick unless you won the lottery. Wait. You don't think married people have oral sex? Why do you think women get married? They want kids. They ain't gonna drink the kids. That's disgusting. Come on, honey. Do a shooter. Thank you. A new Disney film. Honey, I drank the kids. There's more on the other cheek. All right. You don't got laid a lot, JFK. He got a lot of pussy. All right, now. JFK got a lot of pussy. All right, we know that. Our pal, the late, great Otto Peterson, is no longer with us. But his legacy of laughs lives on at autoandgeorge.com. There you can find his DVDs, T-shirts, and all things Otto and George at autoandgeorge.com. Warrior Point Inc. was created to be the number one rallying point for any and all veterans who have honorably served this great nation. It does not matter whether you served your time during peacetime, wartime, or if you are still serving. If you served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, or National Guard, you are welcome as a member of Warrior Point. So join their ranks to support one another and to help raise awareness of the issues you face as defenders of our nation. Go to warriorpoint.org. That's Warrior Point with point ending in an E dot org. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night, uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> We've many a thug to capture. Right, night, night. Hold it right there, criminals. Oh my god! It's night, night! Quick, get the machine gun! Machine gun? That's night, night we're dealing with! You better get the rocket launcher! <laughs> Your weapons are useless against my indestructible night armor. still standing there! We gotta run for it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A night bomb will subdue you. Yay! Night-Night blew up those criminals! Gosh, Night-Night, you're the greatest. Night-Night, Yes, Commissioner Whitman. Won't you please consider joining the police force? 
you know I don't have the time, but I appreciate the gesture. Well, you know my daughter's single, and so... Ho, 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 wet one. I... What? What? What's going on? I... What? Suddenly, this entire triumphant scene melts away and Lyle Richmond realizes it was all just a dream as he finds himself in bed with his face buried under a pillow and at the mercy of a sinister, unseen foe. I have you now, Night-Night. Yes, I know your secret identity. And now I will destroy you. No, no, please. I'll give you Listen to you whimper. What are you doing? Smetley. Wait. What? Dick. Hey, night, night. Dude. Dick, you could have given me a heart attack. But it was funny watching you whimper like that. Damn you, Dick. You're supposed to have better respect for me, Lyle Richmond. Shit. Better known as Night Night, your mentor. Wait, what time is it? It's one in the afternoon. Damn, I overslept again. Because you was up all night looking for the mosquito. Yes, the mosquito remains quite the bug up my ass. Ew. Shut up, Dick. Well, anyway, I came in here to tell you that the commissioner's office called on that special phone you gave him. The night phone? Yeah, that. Hmm. Something seriously serious must be afoot for the commissioner to call for my aid. Well, it's high time I got an apology from Whitman over his mocking attitude toward my attempt, not failure, <laughs> to capture the mosquito. Hello? Night-night? Chief O'Reilly? Why are you calling me? Night-night? Well, uh, we need your help. As always... What is it? A heavily armed gang attempted to rob a bank today, but now our SWAT team has the bank surrounded, and the gang is holding the civilians inside hostage. So you want me to swoop in and rescue him, huh? No, we were hoping you had Sun King's phone number so he could fly in with his superpowers and save the day. No, oh, Sun King and I aren't on speaking terms at the moment. Bobo and I will be over there pronto. No, no, that's okay, Night-Night. We, uh... Night-Night? Uh-oh. He hung up. Damn. I'm gonna get in trouble for calling him. I know. I'll just say one of the rookies did it. Meanwhile, at the site of the bank robbery... We want our money! Alright, alright. Calm down. No one needs to get hurt. We'll, uh, we'll see if the city can write up a check for two million dollars. No checks! Only clean, unmarked cash! What's the situation, Whitman? Night-night? What are you doing here? Saving your ass once again. Is that night-night? Get him out of here and give us our money! <laughs> My god! They've got guns! Of course, night-night. What? You think they were using slingshots to hold us at bay? <laughs> well, what was he talking about? What money? They're demanding two million dollars cash. But they're gonna start shooting the hostages. But they're in a bank. Why not just take that money? <laughs> because when they attacked the bank, they set off a bomb at the vault, which burned up most of the money. <laughs> so, they're dangerous and stupid. A lethal combination. Yeah, just like you. <laughs> Shut up, Bubo. Good night, night. You got two million dollars. Why don't you pay them off? <laughs> yeah, night, night. Why don't you make yourself useful for once? <laughs> Remember... Crime does not pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> <laughs>
This has gone on long enough. It's time for night-night action. What? No, no. Come back here, night-night. Night-night! Stop! Stop, night-night, or I'll shoot you! Your bullets can't penetrate my night armor. Oh, shit! Oh, oh no! Oh, shit! <laughs> one shot you in the ass! <laughs> uh, the armor protected me, but I neglected to consider the force of the bullet's impact. <laughs> that asshole! Come on, Bobo! To the night cruiser! Want us to pursue night-night, sir? No, looks like he and Bobo are leaving in their car. Let's get back to the negotiations. And in the night cruiser! Uh, oh, God, my ass hurts. Shut up, Blue. Damn you. Stop laughing at my misery. Yeah, but what you just said is too damn funny. Damn it. Bad enough. I must contend with this pulsating pain. But your idiocy once again distracts me from formulating a plan. Plan? I thought we were just going to go home. Don't be ridiculous, Buo. The night night must never retreat. Well, what are we going to do? Computer, activate tank mode. Tank mode activated. Suddenly, parts of the cruiser's body begins to shift positions until the cruiser begins to resemble a battle tank. Whoa! Trans deformers, go bots in disguise. Trans deformers, more than me. Shut up! Now, we're going to hit that bank from the side. Those creeps won't expect this kind of an assault. What if they open fire on the hostages? No, they'll be too paralyzed with fear from shock and awe to react. Then, we'll have them. Oh, okay. prediction proves to be tragically wrong, as the confused goblins begin to open fire. Fortunately, just by dumb luck, the night tank comes between the robbers and the hostages. All right, all right, night-night, I give up, I give up! Don't squish me! Damn it, we're slipping and sliding all over the place. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Kill the engine, night-night. Your wheels are spinning in the guts of the robbers you trampled. What? Well, uh, a fitting in for their kind. Hey, Night-Night, what does this button do? And as the smoke begins to clear, a sinister group of men appear on the scene. <laughs> All right, boys. Grab what cash you can and then let's haul ass. <laughs> a mosquito. Uh, hold it right there, Mosquito. I, I, uh, uh... Looking for this? Balls, the other cops are waking up and coming out of the rubble. All right, let's split. This is the last time I try to outsource a bank robbery. Man's loaded, Balls. Now, I'll cover our tracks. Fortunately, the night tank protected me from both explosions. <coughs> what was that second blast? I don't know. We'd better get out of here lest there are any more explosions. Get out of that tank, Night-Night! Get out! This is it! You've gone too far this time! 
Commissioner looks mad, Night Night. He's just being emotional, Bubo. He'll come around later. Oh, shit! Later at the debate for Cityopolis' selection for mayor, incumbent Mayor Mayor and challenger Lewis Cannon present their individual cases to the voters. So, so, once re-elected, I promise to continue our economic growth that'll bring in more jobs, reduce crime, and increase services for Cityopolis. Mr. Cannon. I, too, promise to bring jobs to Cityopolis. I'm also going to reduce crime before I even get into office by putting a bounty on that damn night-night. Later in the campaign offices of Lewis Cannon... But, Lewis, how are you going to catch Night-Night? This is a dangerous promise to make, especially since you promised to deliver before you get elected. I mean, come on, it's okay to break a promise after you're in, but this... Don't worry, I got this, and, uh, uh the less you know, the better. Oh. Um, okay. Well, uh, see you in the morning. Frank, this is Lewis. I need you to be the fooler again. What for? I need you to lure Night Night into a trap so that I can win this damn election. Oh, okay. And soon, all week, the fooler begins to terrorize the city with a series of bizarre pranks. All over the city, stink bombs explode, kitchen appliances give off electric shocks, people awake finding their hands glued to their asses. And then, in the mayor's office restroom... Damn, that chili dog went straight to my back door. I got to dump a load now. Uh, 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 uh. Ah, what the hell? A bomb went off, and now I'm coming to my own shit. Wait, what's this? Uh-huh, Vulture. Catch me if you can, Night-Night. And later in the night's lair. Weapons on the phone. No, really. Hmm. Hello, weapon. I assume you've called to apologize. What? That, no, shut up and listen. The mayor ordered me to send you after the fooler. Seems the fooler attacked the mayor earlier today, and so he wants you to track him down. There, I did my part. Bye. But what about... It? Asshole hung up on me. What's the lowdown, Nate Nate? It appears our old arch enemy, the fooler, is at large once again. Just like the mosquito. Yeah, well, we'll deal with him later. This mission could bring me back into the good graces of City Hall. Wet one was all too brief on the details, but fortunately, I've had City Hall under surveillance. Ah, uh, yes, as we can see here, you can clearly see the attack on the mayor. Once again, your stupidity distracts you from the clue we need to catch our culprit. Huh? By enhancing the image, 
we can see among the piles of poo that <laughs> that fragments from the small explosive device can be seen, including the label revealing the gifts for Dad's logo. But isn't that shop closed down? Yes, but its old abandoned supply warehouse still stands. That's where we'll find the floor to the night cruiser. Oh boy! And soon, outside the old abandoned gag shop warehouse. All right, Bubo. This door is locked, but with the night pick, I'll have it open in no time, and then we'll pounce on the court jester of crime. Boy, you think he would have posted a guard out here? Once again, his arrogance will be his undoing. This time, the fooler will have fooled himself. Uh, what's that? Damn it. It must have triggered an alarm. Oh, oh no. Gas. What? What happened? Night, night. We're all tied up. Well, 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 masked morons. Keep crap heads. You screwed the pooch this time, but night night, it's the prince of pranksters. Shut up, Boobo. I knew that when the commissioner sent us on this mission in the first place, dumbass. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, fooler. What do you want? What are you up to? What's the game plan here? Simple. You lose. Game's over. <laughs> Shut up, Boobo, you idiot. Don't laugh at our own suffering! Is it truly game over for Night Night? Is Bubo bravely laughing in the face of death? Or is he just that stupid? Find out in next week's episode! has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Mint, is gray hair sneaking up on you? Hey, it is sneaking up on me. Down hair toe. Mint, your world doesn't need to be all shades of gray. With For Men Only Hair Stain, you can re-enter a manly black and colored world and get laid. Now FDA approved for your pubes. Ah, oh, now that's a lot better. And thicker, too. Hair stain for men only. Women, especially pregnant women, should never even touch hair stain unless you want breast cancer, brain cancer, rectal rot, and or retard babies. By purchasing this product, we assume that you do not want the aforementioned battle days. Joe Conti, former leader of the Night Glowers and current Lowland Gorilla. Kenny Michaels, former legendary amateur baseball player and current therapist. Together, they are The Conti and Kenny Show. Uncensored on Mondays at 7 p.m. on morelikeradio.com and clean as a whistle Saturdays at midnight to 2 a.m. on WMAX 1510 a.m. Boston. Subscribe on iTunes. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? 
It's time for another episode of Star Truckin', the adventures of Bubba Stargon. Star Truckers Bubba Stargon and Mr. Spot have found a stowaway on board their hauling ship, the Edsel. The stowaway claims to be Reptilian Lear, the daughter of the genius scientist Dr. Saurus Lear. Reptilian says her father is currently being held captive by the Martians, and she is seeking help in rescuing him. Bubba, allowing hitchhikers is against regulations, violations of which can lead to forfeiture of our earnings. She's not a hitchhiker, she's a stowaway, so we didn't violate crap. I mean, what do you want me to do, throw her out the airlock? Oh, what about the cat? Can we toss that? No! Alright, alright, calm down. Spot, go wake up Booze, he's got work to do. Booze? Uh, yeah, he's our medical officer, Dr. Lenny Hatfield, but, uh, yeah, we call him Booze. Anyway, I'm gonna need him to, uh, give you a full exam, regulations and all that. Bubba, there's no regulations for- Go get Booze, Spot! Go get booze. And later, in the Edsel's sick bay, <clears throat> everything checks out. <clears throat> uh, except for this uh, anomaly, um, which uh, scans are inconclusive. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, she can't hear us while in that scan tube, right? Uh, no. Okay, so uh, did you find any STDs? Uh, no, but you know, I'm thinking that, uh, that anomaly reading might be from interference from her implant. Implant? Those look real to me. No, 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 I mean her nympho implant. Her what? A nympho implant. Those concubine slavers on Deimos put those in, at the base of the spines because, uh, once activated, it increases a woman's orgasms by a hundred times over, so they're, you know, more agreeable to being concubines. Wow. So, uh, do you know how to activate that thing? Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the crew of the Edsel, Reptilian's cat has slinked away and found its way into the control cab. And surprisingly, it speaks into the communications hub. Floyd the bow. Floyd the bow. Come in, bow. Floyd? Floyd? Where are you? Where's Lynn? She's with me. We managed to, uh, hitch a ride on a space hauler. We are en route to uh, Neptune within uh, five days. Well done, Floyd. We'll rendezvous on Neptune. Uh, understood. Floyd out. A talking cat? A mysterious character named Bo? Will Bubba break away from his lustful intentions long enough to figure out these strange activities? Find out in the next exciting chapter of Star Trucking. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, we're back with a little bit of uh, TV news of the uh, superhero variety. Uh, ABC, which is owned by Disney, which owns the Marvel Comics movie empire, and they've had these TV shows which tie in with their movies. And the first one was that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, the first season was horrible, it's unwatchable. The second season, 
got a little better. Got a little better. And uh, managed to survive, and uh, looks like it's secure for now. However, its other show, which was far superior in my mind, uh, was Agent Carter, which dealt with uh, Captain America's girlfriend from World War II, Peggy Carter. And uh, she's like one of the founders, or maybe the founder, I don't know, they never got to the story, of the S.H.I.E.L.D. organization. And so they were doing these stories. Uh, it was set immediately after the war, but it was in that, you know, the period piece. And uh, she had these uh, super espionage adventures. And uh, they were pretty good. And they did uh, the sets and everything. Well, it looked really great. It just looked really great. And I think it was a better crew for uh, uh, the other show. Uh, and uh, uh, Haley Atwell, the actress, uh, a very lovely lady, uh, uh, did very well in that role. And uh, it's too bad it didn't make it. It never did have the uh, ratings. Uh, it's amazing it got a second season, actually, and which dropped even lower. But uh, anyway, didn't come back, and they didn't get to finish up their story. Uh, perhaps they'll uh, talk about it in the other show. I could do a flashback or something. And uh, she made a brief appearance in the Ant-Man movie, which uh, was pretty good. Very good movie. Uh, I recommend it. <laughs> uh, she has a brief appearance in there. Uh, so... But uh, she's been signed to another different show, something called Conviction, which is another ABC show. Sounds like a uh, another one of these lawyer drama uh, dramas, <laughs> dramas. And uh, I don't know that I'm interested in that. You've seen one, you've seen them all. But uh, so I think that's pretty much it. Maybe she can do some cameos and stuff. But other than that, it looks like she's going to be bogged down with that. So that's it. For Agent Carter. That's too bad. Meanwhile, another comic book superhero movie, I mean movie, TV series, Supergirl, was, uh, did well at first on CBS, but then the ratings began to dip. Now, ordinarily, apparently, the ratings were not really bad, but the problem was the shows, uh, were apparently like $3 million an episode, uh, which I imagine is because of the special effects, but then, some of the shows, I haven't seen all of them. I did enjoy the show because of the actress playing uh, Supergirl. Melissa, is it Benoit or Benet? Or it's, it's spelled like Ben Noist. I didn't <laughs> be moist. <laughs> that's not that's not what it is. Uh, anyway, uh, she, she carries the show. She's a very good actress. And uh, some of the other characters are kind of weak. Uh, Calissa Flockhart. I mean, they could just write her off as far as I'm concerned. Not very good. But anyway, I don't know if I don't seem to recall that all of them were that special effects heavy. But anyway, uh, three million dollars an episode and couldn't maintain the high rating. So, well, uh, they couldn't maintain that. So uh, it was either going to get axed or it's going to have to move to the CW. Well, it moved to the CW. So there will be a third or second season. I'm sorry of um, Supergirl. Alongside The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of the DC Universe. And uh, my advice to CW, if uh, you need to make some cost cuts, just get rid of DC Le Legends of the Universe. What is it? Legends of the... No, Legends of Tomorrow. That's what it's called. I'm sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a stinking pile of crap. Uh, the Flash is a pretty good show. It's not bad. I... uh had my doubts about it. I had my doubts about the actor playing the role because uh, he was kind of positioned like a kind of a, a Peter Parker ripoff of uh, from the Spider-Man stories. But uh, worked out. Uh, it's not a bad show. 
And uh, so uh, they'll have Supergirl in there. The Arrow show started out good, but then I lost interest because it got very stupid. Uh, but that DC Legends show, whew, boy. So uh, uh, they can drop that one and uh, put Supergirl in his place if they need to, <laughs> if money's a problem. Because that one, there's a lot of special effects in those shows. And uh, I, I don't think CW has the budget that uh, CBS does. So uh, it's strange. But uh, nevertheless, that is how they're going to do that. So for you uh, Supergirl fans, uh, <laughs> there's good news for you. <laughs> um, in music world, uh, there was a group in the early 90s. They had this one album that uh, I really liked. Uh, I was all in for that one. The second album, ooh, boy, did it stink. Uh, the group was The Stone Roses. Um, and apparently they're coming back. Well, they, they've kind of been back together a time or two doing shows and that sort of thing. But now they're going to put out an album with new songs. And, uh, they came out about to the late 80s, early 90s. Apparently they're named after a novel by a woman named Sarah Gainham. I had no idea what it was. Uh, and they had some cool songs like Fool's Gold and I Want to Be Adored. And then I Am the Resurrection. I liked that one, especially the ending part. It was just... Kind of a strange sounding, I don't know, psychedelic thing. I, I don't know how to place it. But anyway, it's a good uh, good album. And then the second one, most of it was crap except for Love Spreads. That was a good song. But the rest of it was, uh, eh, pass. Uh, Ian Brown, the uh, lead singer, had some uh, solo work that was pretty good. But uh, we were never able to recapture that unique sound and wonderment of those early days. But now they're back and... Uh, they're making a new album, and so that should be interesting. So the new song is called All For One. Yeah, so let's, let's see how that goes. Oh. oh, here we go. Yeah, Trump's world. You just ruined the song for me. Sounds pretty good to me, uh, but uh, I couldn't play any more of that because uh, I don't have permission, <laughs> and that's why I had to talk over it. And I did too, because I don't think they would appreciate you in suggesting that it's some sort of Trump song. It's just a joke. Come on. You weren't even, you're not even supposed to be in here, Lefty. This is my segment. You did yours at the beginning. That's it. Oh, is that how it's going to work? Oh, uh, great. Uh, you know, I can't talk to you when you're like this. <laughs> Right, he's gone. Ooh. Let's see, what else have I got here? Oh, yeah, it's time to do another uh, one of these I haven't done in a while, because I've been lazy. Uh, perhaps, but maybe not. 
Did Star Wars rip off Jack Kirby's Fourth World Saga? Jack Kirby, the uh, comic book artist that is responsible for all your favorite Marvel Comics characters. Uh, the Hulk, uh, Captain America, he did that one. He did the Avengers, uh, the Fantastic Four. He had a bit of a hand in Spider-Man, but that mostly goes to Steve Ditko. And uh, Stan Lee took credit for all their work. <laughs> That's pretty much the story. But he designed all that stuff. He drew it up. Uh, Marvel owes everything to Jack Kirby. Well, uh, by the time of the early 70s or late 60s, he got irritated with Marvel and moved to the competition. Uh, DC Comics, and uh, came up with some uh, stories for them. And one of them was uh, this thing called the Fourth World Saga, which was uh, in its title uh, series, The New Gods, uh, which was published first in uh, the early 70s, I guess around 71 or so. And of course, Star Wars debuts in 77. So perhaps there could have been some theft. But why would someone think that? Well, they're both stories that take place in space, but that's no big deal. Uh, they focus on the uh, Greek tragedy uh, motifs. Uh, both of them do that. Uh, in the fourth world uh, stories, uh, all the uh, New Gods characters and what have you, there's this mysterious energy by which they derive their powers from, and they refer to it as the Source. And, uh, of course, in Star Wars, uh, the Jedi and the evil Sith uh, derive their power from the Force, which is another mysterious in energy that they uh, kind of have a religious awe in uh, for. So, huh, that's interesting. Uh, and they, the words rhyme. <laughs> so, what are the odds? But, come on, that's not a case-closed moment. Uh, also, the main hero in the New Gods is Orion, and he has a kind of a wild pal named Light Ray. And uh, Orion was trained by an old man with uh, great powers, and he was called the High Father. Yes. Uh, of course, in Star Wars, Luke, when uh, was friends with uh, the roguish Han Solo, and he and Luke was trained by Obi-Wan Kenobi, an old man, old wizard, with uh, great powers. Yes, yes, yes. Man, another thing that's really important here, uh, the main villain in uh, New Gods is a man named Darkseid, or a god named either gods, you know, because they're all powerful and immortal. Uh, his name is Darkseid. He just spells the side with the S-E-I-D. <laughs> Clever, huh? And uh, turns out, uh, I guess I'm spoiling New Gods for you, uh, his son is the hero, Orion. Uh, he was uh, given up and raised by Highfather as a baby. Uh, and they switched uh, sons, and so Darkseid had uh, Highfather's son. Anyway, it was some kind of truce or treaty thing they did in their story. But nevertheless, the villain is the father of the hero. Just like in Star Wars, uh, where Darth Vader turns out to be the father of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And the name Luke Skywalker. Well, that's interesting. Uh, there's another character in the uh, Dar uh, New Gods thing. And his name is Mark Moonrider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like a porno name, but but uh, Moonrider and uh, Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. What are the odds? And uh, there's two planets mostly in the uh, New Gods story. There's New Genesis, which where, where all the good uh, New Gods live, and then there's Apocalypse, which is spelled with a K instead of the normal. Uh, anyway, uh, Apocalypse, which is this uh, you know 
entirely mechanized looking planet with uh, fire pits and blazing flames out of it all the time. But when you look at a picture of it, it kind of just looks like a cartoon version of the Death Star. Yes, yes. And uh, so if you put like some flaming pits in the Death Star, you pretty much have uh, Apocalypse. Uh, so what are the odds, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, a lot of the gods had a device that could help them. Uh, it was like a computer, and it would uh, help them uh, open these warps they called boom tubes so they could travel between dimensions and stuff like that. And this device was called the Mother Box. <laughs> yes, even Mark Moonrider had one. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, it communicated by making, like, ping noises. It never really spoke or anything, but you had these guys just understood what it meant. So, and of course, R2-D2 uh, only communicated by uh, beeps and stuff like that. So, uh, a bit similar there, although R2 does a lot more, and, uh, but uh, both very essential parts of the story. So, and my thanks to the uh, Russ Payne blogspot for uh, this particular list. But uh, you have to wonder about this. I mean, now the thing of it is, is that George Lucas always admitted that Star Wars was influenced by other stories. So you, he talked about uh, Flash Gordon, of course, uh, Forbidden Planet, uh, John Carter of Mars, a lot of that stuff. And then, uh, the, and, and then really important was, of course, the Greek tragedy element, and then the folklore, medieval fairy tales and stuff, and then, like, Lord of the Rings. All that plays into that, and he's acknowledged all that. But this one, he never said a word about it. He never said it. And then, uh, so, I mean, and maybe he didn't. Maybe it was someone else coming in when they had, like, a round table of writers and stuff coming up with this stuff and shooting out ideas. I don't know, but... Uh, uh, there's a bit too many similarities there to just say, no, they never heard of uh, Jack Kirby or any of that stuff. Yeah, I think they did. And it's interesting to note that uh, when Star Wars came uh, was coming out, the first one, uh, Marvel Comics, <laughs> the comic book company that Jack Kirby helped create, uh, got the publishing rights to the Star Wars uh, comic book adaption. And so, there you go. So, uh, the idea that they never heard of the guy or anything seems unlikely. So, did Star Wars rip off the new gods? Perhaps, but maybe not. All right, I think I'll close this one out. But before I go, uh, George Zimmerman has decided to, or is actively doing it now, uh, to auction off the gun he used to kill Trayvon Martin. Now, based on what I heard in the evidence in the case, I do believe he deserved to be acquitted. However, since then, he's proven to be quite the asshole. And uh, so, uh, but I, I don't know. Is he really that hard up for cash? Could be. Uh, so he figures, well, I got this. I'll put it up for auction. And so the auction uh, raised $65 million. <laughs> and the leading bidder uh, used the name Racist McShootface. Jeez. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Why are you... I mean, one that you know, Zimmerman's an asshole. Well, yeah, but who's the asshole spending $65 million on this gun? Uh, but uh, people are strange. You know, there's people uh, would collect stuff from Gacy and uh, that kind of thing. So that was just arguably worse. And so, I don't know, but $65 million. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, if you thought you could get $65 million out of an item that was, you know, in ill repute and... uh 
a bit embarrassing, perhaps. Would you do it? <laughs> yeah, you probably would. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I'm hoping this is the last we hear of the Zimmerman case. But probably not. Anyway, good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. <laughs> <laughs>